Good morning, it's April 12th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Yesterday, I veered off my normal discussion by getting into a social issue. Today, I'm going to return to the issues that most concern me and should concern everyone, and that's the economy, taxes, the deficit, and the national debt. This is something that can affect every one of us on each and every day of our lives. Well, each month, the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, publishes a report that outlines where the money's going in this country and how much we're spending. At the end of March, it signaled the end of the first half of the government's fiscal year. It starts on October 1st of each year. Now, politicians are fond of fudging numbers to make them look better than they really are. The deficit we are seeing again this year is a classic example of this, and Joe Biden has become a master at blurring the lines between fantasy and reality when it comes to government spending. Now, let me give an example or analogy, if you will. You and your wife get a new credit card, and you get a little crazy. You spend right up to the limit of $6,000. You buy a lot of things that you want. But that puts you in debt by $6,000, and on a credit card, that's going to balloon with the interest payments. You realize you are a bit excessive, so you get another card, but promise to be more frugal. You only charge $3,000 on that card the next year. You look back at each other and smile, saying you cut back on your spending. But the fact remains you are now $9,000 in debt, and the interest is piling up. Going back to Biden and his fantasies, last October he had this to say, and I'm going to quote, Today my administration announced this year the deficit fell by $1.4 trillion, the largest one-year drop in American history. $1.4 trillion decline in the deficit. Let me repeat that, the largest ever decline in the federal deficit, end quote. Now does this start to sound like the couple I used as an example? If you run up a record deficit one year and then realize you can't sustain the level, just reducing it does not get you out of the hole. During the COVID pandemic, the government spent record amounts of money, and nobody expected it to continue at that level. It could not. And it had to come down, but that was nothing to really brag about. A famous economist once said, quote, if, you can't, if something can't go on forever, it won't, end quote. But you better brace, for, brace yourself for what's coming. Over the first half of fiscal 2023 through March, the federal budget deficit was $1.1 trillion. That's more than $3,000 for every man, woman, and child in the United States. And I want you to listen to that carefully. That was not what we spent. That's how much the deficit was in those six months. That's how much more we spent than we brought in. That's $430 billion higher than deficit over the same period of 2022. CBO says and notes that it's primarily a spending problem. Revenues were down 3%, which is hardly surprising as the economy slows. Individual income and payroll taxes declined 2%, or $33 billion. Corporate income taxes were up 10%, or $13 billion. Estate taxes were up 50%, or $7 billion increase, but that was offset by a drop in custom duties of 15%, which is another $7 billion. But wait, didn't Joe Biden tell us he was shrinking the deficit? And even shrinking it still adds to the national debt. Sort of like the couple that saw their credit card debt go from $6,000 to $9,000 and thought they were doing better. So where do we spend this money? And we should all acknowledge that we have a spending problem, not a taxing problem. Outlays increased 13% from the same period last year. Net interest on the public debt jumped 41% or $90 billion to $308 billion in six months. Welcome back to world normal interest rates. I think everyone should realize that when the Fed increases interest rates, it increases the cost of the federal government, just like everyone else, of borrowing money. Spending on Social Security rose 
for $61 billion. And that's because of the increases both in the number of beneficiaries and the average benefit payment, according to CBO. The latter is a reference to the 8.7% cost of living benefit increase that began in January. Medicare outlays increased 14% of $49 billion. And quoting CBO, because of changes in payment rates and in the type and quantity of benefit care beneficiaries received, end quote. Medicaid spending rose 8% due to higher enrollment that CBO attributes mainly to pandemic rules that required states to maintain the eligibility of enrollees until the end of the coronavirus public health emergency. What this means in plainer English is that millions of people have continued to be covered by Medicaid even though they don't meet the normal eligibility rules and nobody in the federal government seems to want to go back to the old rules. There were a couple of bright spots in the CBO report, but nothing to get excited about. Outlays from public, the Public Health Emergency Fund were down 72%. That's about $42 billion, but that was a result of less COVID testing and tracing, and that had to come to an end. Small, spending by the Small Business Administration dropped $17 billion. That's a whopping 94% drop. But that was all attributed to the fact they were not still passing out disaster loans and grants due to COVID. In summary, we have a major spending problem in this country, and when Joe Biden says he's not going to negotiate on increasing the national debt limit, he's basically saying he intends to keep right on spending. That couple I mentioned earlier will probably yet another, get yet another card and spend on it while ignoring their piling up debt they cannot afford. We cannot afford more debt. The Republicans in the House know they have to raise the debt limit, but they also know we need to bring some, some restraints and controls on federal spending. And this is the part where Joe Biden and his fellow Democrats balk. They want to raise the limit and keep right on spending us into a fiscal disaster. I cannot afford that to happen. You cannot afford that to happen. And it's time Joe Biden and the Democrats realize it cannot continue. We have to find some solutions and stop spending. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, please hit the subscribe button and recommend to your friends.